Hola, materistas. Campeones, campeones, ole, ole, ole. I'm, I'm going to save the rest for, you know, the Champions League final, hopefully. But, but yeah, man, welcome back to a very special episode. We have finally won it, man. Fucking finally. Uh, the curse has been finally broken. Um, it, it took a long while. It took a lot of uh, blood, sweat and tears. I wish, though, because we didn't give a fuck about this competition for, you know, um, large parts uh, of, of the last decade. But finally, we are here. Um, not as straightforward as I expected it to be, as I wanted it to be. Uh, very warm night in Seville. Um, record temperatures and, and whatnot. And, and the players were clearly uh, getting fatigued, especially in the second half and whatnot. But we weathered the storm. Hats off to Osasuna, man. Kevin, you, you guys deserve all the respect in the world because like we discussed, like we kind of anticipated in the preview itself, um, Osasuna uh, weren't here to, you know, just bow out um, empty-handed. They came here and, and actually gave it a, a real go. Um, to start off, I would start with you, man. Um, your thoughts on Osasuna's performance? Oh, I don't have to end. <laughs> I want mm. an extra few minutes, you know. I think they could have one more chance to try and take it to extra time, but no, Osasuna can be very proud. Uh, for sure, they they fought, it's what Osasuna do. Uh, they didn't let the occasion, I want to say, get to them. Of course, I think the early goal <sighs> probably settled them down a little bit uh but you know they didn't make it easy at all for madrid and i want to say it was probably the experience of of madrid and you know that that took him across the line in the end because uh all these guys they've been in many many finals before uh it was a a big moment for all the players uh but 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 yeah man we you know we can be proud i'm sort of leaving that final Disappointed we didn't get the win, of course, but we are playing Real Madrid, of course, and uh, but but leaving feeling positive, actually, um, and and fairly happy. Uh, if you watch the game, it wasn't a complete domination of Madrid at all. Uh, if anything, apart from the two goals and that Alaba chance, I mean, we you know, Osasuna, you know, caused them a lot of trouble. Uh, so as as an Osasuna fan, yeah, I. That's all I can really take from... I, I would actually like to go back to the very big thing, you know, like we, we scored in under what, like two minutes, one minute, 47 seconds or, some, or something. Um, yeah. it, it, it was almost this this classic script, you know, like like we have seen all throughout um, the great games um, of, of the sport. Um, when a team, especially the, uh, the Goliath, actually takes a lead so quickly into the game... I knew it was it wasn't going to be easy because once we take a lead so early, we are going to just relax a bit. There is obviously one eye on City. Once the first goal goes in in under two minutes, both our both our eyes are on City already. So we expected a, a slight drop off, but some of the performances, man, even on a final that we won tonight, is is borderline embarrassing, honestly. Um, whether it is a lack of commitment um, <clears throat> to the cause, whether it is fatigue, maybe it is just saving yourself for Tuesday. Um, yeah, man, some performances really left me baffled. But 
on to the positives jacob your thoughts man uh, did you expect us to just open the scoring before you could properly warm your seat <laughs> i had my seat pretty warmed up so i was listening to doris and the uh, watch along and uh... you should you should play along with him man for fuck's sake <laughs> um, i mean yeah uh, it was totally unexpected uh, i didn't think vinny would get through the right back it was a makeshift right back situation for osasuna uh but still i didn't monkayola yeah, yeah. who is a midfielder yeah and uh, vinny just got through man on countless occasions and uh, that goal was like really sweet but then again i had a similar feeling as you i didn't want to get a goal so early in the first half uh, <laughs> yeah double edged sword for sure i knew what was coming and uh, mm. it was a hard night uh, even the goalkeeper was sweating at the end of it so that's how hard it was which goalkeeper did you mean Oh, both. Uh, <laughs> both, both, yeah. yeah. Right, right. Herrera, Herrera, you know, again, Benzema haven't, Benzema hasn't scored against Osasuna for like, what, nine years or something. That's what I heard on commentary. Um, it's pretty insane, man. And uh, a big part of that uh, is definitely Sergio Herrera. But let's, let's talk about the Vinicius goal because there is no better place to start. I mean, not Vinicius, Rodrigo goal, which Vinicius obviously gets like 80% of the credit for. um no matter what osasuna did this man was borderline unplayable tonight um kevin as an opposition what can you do when someone is in that way of form well i think we knew vinicius would be the threat i spoke about that in the pre um and we said moncayola who's a who's a midfielder by trade he's playing at right back uh, our right back was injured uh, um so that's already sort of red flags for us um and yeah straight away the first real dribble of Vinicius you know Moncayola was there uh he had some cover from Peña uh but it was poor defending to be honest i know you're playing against a world class winger uh but two players on Vinicius and then i want to say there were about five or six other players in the box um they just couldn't block that pass um i'm i'm looking at people like aridani and ruben penya like they didn't offer moncayola any support man it was just lackadaisical like half-hearted willingness to support the, the the whistle went to start the game and they were still you know not fully focused um, and madrid mm. a surprise and then they realized uh, okay you know we're we're in a game now um but Listen as you said he's a he's a world class winger sometimes there's nothing you can do you know Vinicius has four apart back you know from all cast and, and all levels of football so how much can you actually criticize Osasuna I suppose um so yeah the goal came fairly early um I think the early goal probably settled the nerves a little bit and the sort of the the anxiousness if there was if there was any uh, in the Osasuna players um because from then on I felt our our defenders were able to control the Vinicius situation a little bit more I I beg to disagree because for the first half your defenders couldn't do anything about it man the amount of times he went through he should have had a poker four goals or four goal contributions in my opinion because second half yeah like he faded a bit but for the first half he was borderline unplayable like every time there was a loose ball he was first to it every time there was a ball played in behind your your back line he was first to it so i don't understand where the calmness that you exude come from because the first 20 minutes 
the game I saw was Vinicius skinning every single one of your defenders on on your right hand flank. Well, we managed to hold on, I suppose, because yeah, you're right. Every attack went down the left. Uh, there was no other area. I was expecting, you know, like because it became so predictable, like Osasuna would be able to do something. They couldn't. No, they they couldn't, and Moncayola got books, I think, fairly early on. Um, mm-hmm. Was you know, that yeah. Be, um, that's that's the worst nightmare of a defender, especially in a final. Yeah, and against Vinicius. Um, yeah. But they they did hold on, to be fair, um, and they did manage to see off Vinicius and frustrate him. We spoke about mm-hmm. him. He is a player that we we uh, you know you know that you can frustrate um, and. Uh, they were able to sort of do that. I thought Osasuna responded quite well. Uh, way Budimir had a couple of chances on the other end, a couple of close heads. Um, so it wasn't uh, you know, that that I think that gave Osasuna sort of confidence and and to to say actually we can probably do something here. You know, mm-hmm. um, only one nil. Um, let's let's continue. Let's continue the fights. Hundred percent. Um... Jacob, the thing with Vinicius is basically no matter what is up against him, he manages to find a way. Can you just enlighten us before we get to the comments? There's quite a few, but um, can you enlighten us from like with your perspective, like how he manages to have this this relentlessness, especially you know um, his awareness, his his maturity, which which has you know. Uh, which has been key in in his growth, you know, uh, over the course of the last two years. Like, how does it all come together in 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 this one man army at times? Because Benzema was non-existent for large parts. That's the theme of the season, right? Uh, even when the team is absolutely, and there are no other performers. Yeah. Like, literally, only uh, Courtois and Vinicius probably have like a ten out of ten game every other uh, game in La Liga. And uh, yeah, yeah. Especially in these finals, I I think I we saw a higher gear of Vinny too. Uh, it wasn't just mm. uh, he actually tried all the whole ninety minutes to get through, and then he got through successfully. And uh, it just goes to show he has a higher gear and he has a higher acceleration in these sort of matches. And I just can't wait for this version of Vinny to turn up against City as well, man, because suddenly I have hope. Uh, and it just depends on some of these guys also to. Uh, you know, put in a decent performance just to support him a bit, and I think we can get the job done. Hundred uh, percent. Vinicius is, is our biggest asset, man. Like the more that I see of him, he 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 just exudes this confidence, this this lack of fear that that I've seen in absolute greats. You know, like all throughout um, the past decade, the, the the names we have, like he's high school. Um, apart from his his temperament with the referees, I think the more I watch of him, I I think he kind of detaches from it when he's in full swing and driving at opposition defenses. Yeah, I heard something interesting from Doris today. So she was like, right. "Hey, is Vinicius actually getting mad at these players and actually getting uh, are these players getting into his head, or is Vinny just a really good Hollywood actor? Is he just acting out that he's mad, <laughs> and is he actually keeping cool inside?" That that's a very good possibility, you know. Like uh, excellent psychoanalysis, Doris. Uh, you, you probably should join the next season of Mindhunter. But I I I kind of get where Doris is coming from because it can work, you know. It can work because it, the game is 
as much mental as it's physical. We we all know that, right? Um, if you can actually rattle opposition players and and put put them off their you know couch, it's 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 easier. Whatever you want to do, henceforth becomes like a tad bit easier. But yeah, man, we'll get into it. And uh, before we before we actually move on further, let's let's go check out some of the comments. Lola Lola is back. He says we are going to win the Champions League this season. Uh, this Winnie masterclass has convinced me. Rodrigo Big Game Gene has convinced me. This cover hell. I'm in 2017. <laughs> I wish I was in 2017 too, man. Take me back to 2017. The world was a better place. The Bonabau was a better place. You know, um, our club was a better place. But yeah, man. Uh, it it surely feels like a, a, a tiny bit throwback. Uh, you know the good old days where nothing seems to phase us. Um, this Ben's link-up play has convinced me. I, I I wish I could say the same about uh, a few particular performances, but um, I, I'll just save it. I'll just save it. Tonight is a good night. I'm not gonna dampen the mood. Um, Ashik is back. He says we don't play finals. We win finals, um, which has always been the case. Uh, Kevin, can you? Can you remember a time where Real Madrid has lost a final? Oh, that's a good point. Um, could it have been a Copa del Rey or Club World Cup? Maybe against against Atleti, Copa del Rey. Could have been um, twenty thirteen or something. Yeah. So they, yeah, they, yeah. So, you got you got to struggle though, right? Yeah, yeah. I'd- you you can't just pick it up uh, you know uh, pick it up from the top of your head you gotta just like look for it so yeah my uh, my uh, experiment worked thank you Kevin also the new that uh, Real Madrid are the kings of finals as well and this was only our second major final in our three year history <laughs> so uh, gods were always against us uh, and yeah I think it was that mentality that Madrid threw. Um, I don't think they they were at their best tonight, and maybe that's credit to Osasuna. Apart from if you isolate the Vinicius performance, um, yeah, Vinicius was was the only guy that cost you the the you know the the large um, amount of issues. Yeah, I mean the, the I'm sure we'll go on to it, but the the Rodrigo second goal was probably a little bit fortunate. Um, or, um, it was definitely fortunate for Osasuna. Um, mm. But uh, but yeah, it was Real Madrid's quality in their individual play that, that saw it through for sure. Hundred um, percent. Ashik says Osasuna was a worthy finalist. Yeah, there you go, man. Um, people people recognize the game. You know, like I've I've always said that Osasuna is not one of your mid-table typical La Liga terrorists. You know, like who basically decides to play anti-football. Osasuna really. That's for it, man. Um, Ashik also says Osasuna didn't lay down. They gave Real uh, a lot of headache. Um, well done, Osasuna. Yeah, there you go. Props for Marshy himself. Dennis the greatest back. Uh, he says, big up Kevin. Big up Osasuna. I told Matt this, this game wouldn't be easy. We did too, man. We did too. Especially the timing. The timing is what pisses me off. Because if the FA Cup can be held up, held in June the 3rd, held on June the 3rd, like, I, I don't know why they have to do this to us. Maybe our own federation, you know, um, has gotten tired of seeing us uh, lift the Champions League. Probably they want to create some sort of a jeopardy, you know, to throw us off. But 
I, I hope the players embrace it. Um, winning breeds, uh, winning breeds, winning. So I, I'm just looking forward to the positive sides. You know, leaving out all the all the uh, noise of you know like fatigue and, and whatnot. This this would be a good preparation for City. And and the way uh, the way the game went when I was watching the game, I was thinking, oh god, oh god, you know, um, no niggles, no knocks, um, no 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 hamstring stuff and whatnot, you know. Like the, my prayers were answered. When I was watching it, it was very tense. But post on post game reflection, for me, this was a good good um, practice to actually you know uh, get get yourselves warmed up for what is supposed to be a brilliant game on Tuesday, right, Jacob? Like. If it was uh, a game that didn't matter, if it was a game in in La Liga, it, it would have sucked, right? Oh, we would have lost the momentum. Uh, we would have lost. Yeah. Pretty heavily, and man, there were a lot of uh, nervy moments in this game. We saw Rodrigo going down, Carvajal as well limping. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not just the game situation. It's like we were looking forward to the next match, uh, the whole game, and I guess even the bench got pretty nervous. Uh, Ancelotti looked uh, very nervous when he saw Rodrigo was down. I was, I was, you could have imagined me, you know, like I'm his biggest um, fan over here. And I was, I was pretty desolate to see him struggle. But um, the, the car the hell thing, well, it, it looked like a clash of knees. It wasn't, it wasn't anything that scary, even though he looked to be in, you know, a lot of pain. Um, yeah, Rodrigo for sure, man. I was, I was rattled, uh, you know, like, um, but yeah, man, thankfully they're, they're all fine. Rodrigo. Since we since we're here, let's let's talk about Rodrigo. We used to call him Mr. UCL. Surely, 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 after tonight and and the goal against Atleti, if I'm not mistaken, he 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 he's got to earn a slash, Mr. Copa del Rey at this point, Jacob. What what makes him so special is his clutchness, man. You can't taste that, can you? You can't coast that, can you? It it is just instinct. And being there, you know, the right place, right time. Not everyone can can actually do that. Pull it off. Yeah. Uh, in terms of finishing, he has got the whole package. So we see a lot of players; uh, they can get into a really good situation uh, to shoot the ball, but then uh, they don't have the right finishing or the right calmness to, you know, put the ball in the back of the net. But with Rodrigo, if you give him a tiny bit of space and time, the ball's in the back of the net, no doubt. And uh, I'm just glad, man. Like uh, he seemed to have lost his mojo maybe three or four weeks back, but he seems. Yeah, right, right I was top. worried for sure. Yeah, but he seems right on top of it now, and he's just banging in the goals. And let's just hope, you know, the main striker Karim Benzema also uh, carries for the same. But I'm not really worried. Farouk was also said uh, in the preview that he isn't really worried, even if Benzema doesn't put it in the back of the net today, he's gonna turn up against City. Mm, yeah, that that's what I hope for too. Because I wasn't too pleased with his performance. Um, I don't know. There were so many loose touches for my liking. Um, so many wayward decisions. Uh, especially sometimes the shooting from you know improbable angles where you know probably a layoff was better in, in the circumstance. But it is what it is. I'm not gonna go into bad performances or you know like subpar performances tonight. Unfortunately. Uh, you know how we do it here. We enjoy the moment, right? We don't. We go deep into it when shit hits the fan. But up until then, we are on this ride. You know, like embracing the good vibes as much as we can, because it's, we we support this crest, man. We we don't have time for you know propaganda or uh, clickbaity shit. Unfortunately, over here. 
Uh, Dora says in the chat, he says, uh, she says, Vamos uh, Madrid. Also, welcome back, Kevin. A great game tonight. You guys really gave your all and you should be proud of, of your performance. Rightfully so. Yeah, man. Plenty of um, yeah. uh, plaudits for Osasuna. Go on, Kevin. Tonight and they obviously pointed with a the loss. They've lost the cup final. But, uh, you know, the commentary was it was one of the, 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 the best cup finals they had seen. Purely on the excitement and the and the pace of the game, um, I think the early goal helped that. Otherwise, Osasuna would have been a little bit more conservative, defensive. Um, but the early goal made them push out. Um, so yeah, it was a great end-to-end game, and uh, yeah, they they went. Talk to, to me, Madrid. Talk to me about the Eze chance. I'll I'll talk about Militao to Jacob in a second because I thought I wouldn't want to go into subpar performances, but Militao. Boy, oh boy. Um, Kevin, talk to me about Eze's chance, yeah? Eze is tired. It, 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 it is the best he could have done against Thibaut. Um, he, he's a player that predominantly plays on the left and cuts in. But there we saw him press and come from the right. Um, yeah. Yeah, he, he closed down the ball. Um, and it was a 50-50 there. Him and Militao, he won that 50-50. Um, and you're up against Courtois, you know, one of the best keepers in the world, big frame. Um, he managed to get the ball past him, uh, just lacked that bit of extra pace, you know. Um, whether the ball was going in or not, I'm not too sure. Uh, but when I saw Carver Hell come in and clear it, I was, I was, uh, I was like, oh, damn. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been it. Um, and then we saw him after the chance really kick that bottle. Uh, and I think the commentary was, you know, that's how he should have struck that shot the way he kicked the bottle in frustration afterwards. And yeah, he went for that death chip. Um, mm. But that was probably his closest action of the match. Um, he couldn't have done much more, to be honest with you. Um, Honestly, like if he, if he goes, uh, if he goes for the cross shot, a cross goal, like I think Thibaut manages to save it. Near post was completely covered. Right, on, yeah. He had to, I think Thibaut anticipated um, a bit of power, not that mm. good. Um, so yeah, you had to get get it on target and be far who's rushing out. Uh, he did the mm. first. Unfortunately, there was just not enough pace on the ball. Uh, but certainly that gave Osasuna some hope that, you know, we can create chances and uh, build from that. And I think it did. Yep. Fair point. Um, Jacob, um, on that sequence of play, you, you saw best of both worlds here, yeah, where Eze is, is absolutely tenacious. Um, He's battling with someone who is almost like twice the size of himself, you know, like, and he manages to nick the ball and you see Militao come crashing down. We have been seeing those kind of sloppiness a lot these past two weeks. What is going on, man? Honestly, like, I can't put my finger on it. Like, can, could it be nerves? Could it be fatigue? Like, he has played a lot of minutes. Yeah, like, he has been the guy who has played like 90, 95% of the available minutes. Um among centre-backs, defenders, this season. What can you put it down to? I mean, uh, similar to how we... Saw, I mean, uh, Ashik was saying, right? Uh, Ashik was, or was it Dennis? He was saying like the, it was a throwback to 2017 uh, when we saw the performance of Carvajal tonight. And uh, similar to that, it was kind of a throwback to me to see Militao's uh, 2021 version where, you know, uh, we used to criticise him for going to ground so easily. He was almost like a gazelle. Uh, graceful at times, mm-hmm. but other times mm-hmm. 
he just gets his feet wrong and today we saw yeah. a number of like misplaced misplaced passes clearances i don't know man yeah, uh, he, he 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 was he was struggling to i think find grip putting you know like sometimes you're slipping all over the place um i don't understand man all all this makes me super nervous you know ahead of tuesday um all the, all that about it yeah he's not going to play my bad my bad i was talking about in general the the city situation you know like all that chest with steve yesterday you you were here jacob um i don't want militao to you know i actually put it down the drain because uh, the intimidation the respect that we earned throughout last season would be undone um if we are going to be you know like seeing performances akin to this man um i mean even when rodiga came on rodiga was better than militao how is that possible <laughs> well, mean, i i, I don't get it with alaba at your side anything is possible sunesh <laughs> uh so i think that was a uh, there are some positives right uh, with our defense uh, okay we did uh, give them too much osasuna a lot of space down the right hand the left hand side uh, we yeah. did not press for any of the crosses that were coming in uh, they were coming in thick and fast but we i, I thought alaba was going to be rusty coming back so long after injury but he didn't put a foot wrong man he was there putting in last ditch tackles he was progressing the play of the field uh, carva uh, carvahal had one of the best uh, games of the season uh, kamavinga does what kamavinga does he he and cruz switched seamlessly so there are a lot of positives and uh, heading into the city match uh, for the defense i'm pretty satisfied uh, militao uh, he might need maybe a rest uh, sitting on the bench just watching the game might calm us nerves get us mojo back let's just hope for the best man you're being fucking optimistic i'll tell you that um <laughs> i i'm just not confident about about the defensive situation man i, I just i'm not man honestly uh, against osasuna obviously it's a one off game against osasuna if we are performing like this like i've absolutely no faith unfortunately i i i, I can't hold back you know honestly um i've tried to be positive but the more you actually remind me of the game i i kind of get ptsd because while watching the game i i tried my best to understand what was causing the 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 um the lack of composure that's how i i would like to uh, phrase it the lack of composure amongst our defenders was was crazy man it's not the attempt i mean we can ask kevin right? uh, is osasuna really good at their press man because we couldn't seem to hold on to the ball even for a minute our midfield was non existent and i feel like that led to our defenders also getting a lot of nerves and just punting the ball up the field or just clearing it away we'll get to the midfield as well i was super disappointed uh, in our midfield as well but jacob this, my thing is you know like an attempt to clear is okay but when the clearance is basically why why do you clear the ball you clear the ball to um alleviate the danger right to to nullify the danger or give you yourself some breathing room right but there was instances where militao is basically hoofing the ball with his weak foot aiming it one direction and the ball going another how does this happen man top level center back elite center back supposed to be the best center back in spain right I don't know what to say. How do you explain it? When it How pours, do you explain it? When it pours, it rains. Uh, that's all I can say. Uh, because we've seen the best and the worst of Militao uh, in this last uh, couple of months. We were singing his praises. Yeah. Carlo, Carlo was listening to our very podcast and was also getting motivated. Oh my God! 
Jacob Sunaid, you know, like he's he's on them uh, Militao, you know, propaganda. I should I should get on because you know yeah. it, it should seem like I feel the pulse of the fans. So he came on to the press conference and he praised Militao. After that, it has been all downhill. No, it has been hundred percent. Because up until then, he had a certain level of consistency, a certain level of prowess about him, and he was supposed to be our sole savior. Man, I... that that I, I don't understand. The see, let let me complete my point. Yeah, uh, this is the rant that I've been keeping safe, keeping it safe for a while. When when Hoke actually came on the City preview and and he mentioned the Chelsea, uh, the tackle against Chelsea wasn't a yellow. No man, it was I agreed to him at the, at that point. No. unwillingly okay. but that's a fucking yellow yeah but that's a fucking yellow so that that very instance points to me that this guy has lost it unfortunately at the wrong period crucial period of the season you can't go into a tackle like that so there's clearly something wrong with his mentality like someone needs to talk to him get him straightened up because winning one champions league last year a double historic stuff good stuff good shit but last year was last year right we live in the now we in fucking liverpool yeah right so if militao doesn't fix up we are, i'll tell you at the burn about we might be able to survive with a one goal lead maybe with a with a draw i don't know uh, we are sure to concede with or without militao but at the at the hard if we have to survive the onslaught if militao isn't at 200% I don't see a standing a chance. Yeah man. Honestly, it's, it's going to be Varan 2.0 all over again against City. The Jesus goal last year if you remember the G- do you remember the Gabriel Jesus goal? Of course. Militao was 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 caught at sea. Yeah. So honestly um I, I wish this Copa del Rey final didn't happen ahead of the City leg man honestly I I really wish you know which would have clearly helped us embrace the title which has which has eluded us for for such a long time 20th title a bit of positives to kind of switch it up you know kari benzema becomes um the most decorated french player in history carlo ancelotti um wins every title possible um you know um, in under two years um uh, back on his second stint kevin can you can you actually because because you you are a madridist as well if if people don't know that the reason why he's here if he was purely an osasuna fan i would have said no to kevin but the reason why kevin is here basically is because he has some clear, clear feelings for 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 the white um camiseta as well so from a partial outside lens i i know it's kind of partial what what makes ancelotti this winning machine is is it is it the calmness that he ex- uh, that he excuse you know to to his team um how how does he manage to do it because he doesn't get enough plaudits from the spanish media uh the international media or 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 or, or england you know where he has coached a number of clubs you know um throughout his uh, illustrious coaching career mm-hmm. how, how how can you how can you break it down i would say in in spain he does probably get the plaudits he deserves mm. Mm. certainly what we see is a calmness from him um uh, but we don't know what he's like in that dressing room uh Jonas at, at half time he may have given his players sort of particularly like Vinicius 
they were starting to lose their heads a little bit. I know there was trouble in the tunnels. Um, I'm sure he went into the players and said, you know, the game's not finished. Uh, you need to sort of, you know, focus. Uh, but he, he's got he's got a system um, and he's got his his tactics and and they're working. Uh, to be honest, um, he's he's figured out how to get the most out of Vinicius. Although I think you could probably give Zidane some credit for that. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Zidane was a big factor. He's managed to keep Modric and Cruz going as well. Um, find that extra gear, given you know they've found you know an extra I don't know few years on their sort of ability. Um, so he's just he just found that chemistry and he. He, when he came into Madrid, he did bring that sort of calmness and that sort of he brought the players together. Okay, this is what we're going to do. Um, so um, that's just that's just his way. Uh, Guardiola's got his own system, uh, quite intense. I want to say Mourinho's got his own system. Uh, this is Ancelotti. He's just I say calm on the outside, but you really don't know what he's like sort of on the training ground in the in the changing rooms. But I'm sure he is quite. He's, he's he's pretty similar uh, on the inside as well. Uh, one more thing I'll add to whatever you said. Like I completely agree. Um, I, I, along with so much of the experience and and the and the nous of actually managing top 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 egos and big level players, yeah. I, I think he bought a bit of uh, de aging serum or some sort of a potion. Honestly, because there has to be a reason why all these you know like. Elder heads seems to find another gear. It can't be just coincidence. Everybody, you know, clicking at the same time, right? Benzema, who's thirty-five. Modric, who will be thirty-eight. I repeat, fucking thirty-eight in September. Yeah. You know, um, I remember Totti. Totti was one of the all-time great players. Yeah, and at thirty-eight, he could barely walk a couple of yards. Like, yes, he his positioning and 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 his shooting boots were you know pretty insane, but. Modric at at thirty seven thirty eight, you know, like coming coming, super cold of a hamstring, um, um, niggle, you know, like when when he stepped onto the pitch, he looked like he never left. So there should be something that Carlo does right, Jacob, um, which we clearly can't explain, which you know the football purists can't explain. What 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 do you have to say to Farouk man tonight? Is, is, do we have to like we have discussed always sacrifice? Um, you know, like super sophisticated system systems. You know, like well planned out, etched out um, defensive drills and and whatnot for you know the power of friendship, power of friendship. L- like we joke about. <laughs> I think it's a, a good problem to have because you know with these uh, intense managers, like Kevin said, with Mourinho's and uh, with your Peps and whatnot. You need your players to perform consistently at every single point of the season just so you can keep the system going. And if you drop off, it's going to be, when it pours, it's going to rain. Uh, we saw that with Liverpool. And the thing is with Carlo Ancelotti, uh, you're just not going to have that consistency with these older players. You just can't push them like in every single game, man. And if you lose a bit of consistency here and there in, and not win the league, but you still have all of these players fresh and ready to come back and perform for the matches that really matter and that's just how Carlos seasons goes he's just not a league manager and I'm all good for it I'm fine 
he's not a league manager yeah brought him off already so what if he wins the league next season what are you going to uh, you know say then is, is it going to be luck no it's going to be barca shit the bed again <laughs> oh okay 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 so basically you you're claiming that every other team does him a favor yeah to win the league this season uh, i mean last season of course um not really man uh, if he has a young group of players i'm pretty sure he could get them motivated for every other game and you know perform at a really high level but with these players like cruz and mortis performing day in day out at the highest level it's not going to be possible fair point fair point i mean uh, i'll de- deny all that you know like um like in a heartbeat like i wouldn't i wouldn't think twice about about my um feelings um about carlo but i'll reserve it honestly i'll reserve it there, there was there was similar points last season when i held back you know there were games where you know uh, credentials were questioned title credentials were questioned and and people used to skin man man people used to go at his eyebrows you know uh, but his eyebrows always win we know that right jacob and uh, i i hope that that you know gets to be the case this season as well so i'll just reserve it all for hopefully when we get to you know the big one um ashik had a really good right. comment i mean <laughs> yeah go for it go for it okay. which one is it so he says uh, jacob is going through the farooq syndrome we all disagree with him on his opinion about carlo not being a league manager yeah it, it, it is just this uh, this the spell that farooq casts on people because at, at that very moment he want to fight him but later as you as you mellow down you know you you might ask yourself was he was he really right maybe he had a point to you know um point to all that all that jack shit he he spews uh, on a regular basis but um i i hope farooq is actually having a good night man um this was a trophy that like everyone else he wanted as well i was surprised you know farooq was really into the copa del rey hype you know uh, i didn't expect that from um from him but yeah man um i want to talk about alaba um him coming back jacob like it has clearly helped us big time um whether it be ball progression um the calmness you know the intangibles like like what hoke said in the chat earlier you know pre kick off um the intangibles form a big part of what alaba brings to the team um like i said in the chat pre pre kick off you know like i used to be the guy who used to call him out you know for his defensive lapses um poor aerial abilities you know like general lack of concentration in pivotal moments but when he was missing for you know such such a long time i kind of understood what we lack when you know we miss alaba from 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 this uh, setup like how how do you how do you classify his his return to the team and it, does it does this does his performance at least look like a good sign a positive in in terms of a defensive setup you know ahead of city yeah man uh, i don't think with alaba it's like uh, we always rated him at least most fans rated him highly enough that we all know how good he is organizing the defense uh, because quota is not a vocal person uh, militao is not whenever alaba is missing we see that the defense is totally disorganized and it's not just that uh, he does put in these last ditch tackles as well he knows where to position himself 
the only place where he struggles is aerial ability and you know one on one defending he's not the best the best one on one defender out there uh, he's not the best aerial as we saw with countless chances uh, that osasuna were getting with headers uh, with ante budden but but something i've noticed from alaba you know like he might not be the best one on one but if he sees that maybe defending one on one is a bad option he's always ever willing to throw himself at at at, at a shot i i i can't stress enough how much modern defending has shied away from actually throwing your body at a shot you know um nowadays all the the fancy center backs militao surely among amongst them you know the militaos the fofanas the salibas of this world i i sometimes um question their lack of grit and alaba has shown me despite him being a left back and that to a very um a marcelo like left back like you wouldn't expect him to be a javier zanetti you know um exactly but he's never shy to actually you know like block shots with whatever it takes um i, I saw that again today yeah. we saw it against chelsea you know couple oh, of big moments oh, like uh, kevin i don't know if you saw the chelsea game i distinctly remember five instances where i'm i was pretty sure it's going to hit the back of the net and it was only after mm. intervention in the second leg in the first half that uh, got us through with a clean sheet yeah he a massive performance he's done it with bayern and he's doing it with so he is the line he is pivotal in that madrid defense he's a leader and with ramos gone and you know you need somebody like that and he's sort of you know fit to wear those for sure um one one player we haven't really mentioned in defense is nacho i'm actually a big fan of nacho um i think he's likewise um and he's a good servant to madrid whenever he's called upon he he performs um he has got a little bit of a mistake in him here and there but all of them do in that back line um and i wouldn't mind seeing him play against sissy to be honest if uh, if militao is militao cautioned is he um yeah. yeah right okay fine yeah so i don't like seeing alaba as left back um i see of wasted uh on him. i prefer seeing him at center back um but he's quite diverse that you can play him in in sort of both positions but i prefer him center back and yeah he's so important Alaba Alaba is going to be so so key you know um to actually getting the job done against uh, City at least in, at least in the first leg you know without Militao it's going to be pivotal but uh friendly reminder to all of you in the chat man over 20 of you in the chat uh i don't know how how much uh how the like count is like but yeah man do do smash the likes and and if you haven't subscribed already do subscribe to the channel we are on the road to 1k um And yeah man much love for the love uh let's look at a few comments ashik was saying earlier sometimes in defense it's not just about skill it's about experience and composure too remember puyol was in the most skill but i'd pick him over the idiot that played next to him referring to i guess uh, Shak- shakir's playboy um ashik ashik also says that's what alaba brings to the to the defense the calm and cool composure a winning mentality and experience yeah absolutely um right uh let's let's get into the second half yeah like so the first half ended 1-0 plenty of tension you know 
the, the, the game if the game was probably if if it was against uh maybe some someone like a betis or a sevilla i don't think it would have been that tense but against osasuna we always know that we have had a few classic um encounters throughout the years and um, yeah man uh, it was going off when he was having um arguments you know like lucas vasquez you know apparently had to calm him down you know like that 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 just got to show you know the the tempers were you know actually boiling over uh, some altercation between um, uh chimi avela uh, and vinny also um you know uh, leading up to the tunnel and and what not um i thought the message at half time in the dressing room would be you know like yeah like they they want to rattle us they want to take a claim wherever possible you know if it if it is down that route where they try to get at us um and and and, and kind of you know knock us off our you know comfort zone we shouldn't basically give in to that we should <clears throat> play through it yep. and and not uh, get basically caught up in petty spats but jacob the way the second half started i have written down a bunch of shit that if i read through it it would be it would be pretty bad you know especially for a for a winning final for a, how how do you how do you put it for a title winning post match right yep. it it wouldn't be exactly apt but the way second half started really had me fuming like how how can that be possible man like the the the, the primary uh, objective should be to put a sense of calm into proceedings right but we did the exact opposite i don't know man uh, these are the games where we try to bring cruz on and modric on to you know just to come down things and modric came on a bit more uh, later and that certainly helped uh having so many and uh, valverde being missing didn't uh, help proceedings tell me why was so many pull bro can you tell me why he was pull because for me he was the better midfielder out of the three i i don't know about you what was your take um my take was in case this went to uh the uh, you know extra time valverde is going to be the player who can put in that extra mile and can actually like take stuff off and so many having mm. him on is not going to get us a goal uh it is going to help calm down things but in case shit goes that's up, a fair point uh, i feel mm. like that's why carlo had uh, valverde on the amount of the amount of balls that cross was given away like it, 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 it felt like the man who's supposed to have 97 99% passing completion completely lost his his mojo man like what is going on not sure man i've seen this version of cross in a couple of games this season it doesn't happen very often this just happened to be one of them and i don't know maybe the the that's what i wanted to ask kevin like uh, is osasuna really effective at their press because i can't find any other explanation why uh, cruz would you know give these cheap balls away because he clearly usually always has the time in other games osasuna from minute 1 like kevin predicted like we predicted left i think was it 3 or 4 a max of four guys back and everyone else was was uh, like um ahead of, of the halfway line and basically pressing us in our faces like they didn't let up for one bit they were like yeah like if like they knew vinny's going to skin whoever he comes up against but they didn't give any fucks at all like they wanted to just go for it so my question is there is davide ancelotti on the bench 
Carl was right there up with him. These guys can, can see Osasuna is really trying to press us high and basically make, make it difficult to pass it out, uh, out of the back. So my question is, why not maybe ping a couple of long balls? Like, yeah, I, 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 like, I remember seeing a couple of instances where people tried, but it was just horrific, man. Horrible, bro. Fede, man. Fede couldn't control a ball at times. Like, yeah. his short selection. Remember the Benzema pass to Fede? Yep. The brilliant back pass that he almost like twisted his fucking ankle for. He had like good five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten seconds probably to estimate the flight of the ball, the weight of the ball. And he could have maybe taken a touch and and, and probably put his laces through it. But why like is Osasuna Manchester City? <laughs> I, I don't know, honestly. I think if play that on Tuesday, they're going to get exploited. Uh, um, but credit to Osasuna, they did press um, and the half-time came at a good time because at that point there were a lot of tackles flying in. Emotions were high, so we needed half-time. I think Madrid as well as Osasuna. Um, and I think Alassate would have said at half-time, listen, keep your heads. Uh, you know, get in Faces and and frustrated them doesn't necessarily work in our favour as well because we want the game to flow. We don't want constantly referees, you know, stopping the game. Um, but yeah, Osasuna did did press and they were brave. Uh, Second half from from the half time. Um, yeah, there were no changes, but that did leave a lot of spaces in behind, and it was such an end to end game. Um, which surprised you know Madrid didn't exploit a little bit more. Um, I think Rodrigo did have a chance early on in the second half um, before the before the equaliser. Um, yeah, that it was all sort of Osasuna really going for, really pressing. Uh, not necessarily lots of shots, um, but keeping the pressure and keeping the ball in Madrid's side. Um, and yeah, they they got their reward uh, to be honest, because you could see Madrid were sort of back foot. Um, they weren't that we were used to. They weren't in control of the game uh, at any off, uh, to be honest. Um, so that that is credit to Osuna and Alicete coming out and, and being brave. Um, I guess the goal, very, very good goal. It was a deflected or sort of cleared cross that fell to Lucas Toro's foot, foot outside the box. He still had a lot of work to do to score the goal. That that's a brilliant swipe, man. Uh, the technique behind that, especially when when it comes off the post, it's unsavable. A man who's like six foot five is stretching across across the goal. He couldn't do anything about it. Like that just got to show where the technique is right. You know, even the most brilliant of keepers doesn't stand a chance. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, and that goal deserved. Well, their play deserved the goal. I felt, and yeah, one one, excellent. It just. <laughs> Gave the game another level. Uh, saw how the fans reacted. Like, mm. um, and uh, the, the, apparently there were like fire extinguishers needed to be pulled out yeah. to uh, <laughs> set set out fires. Mm. A bit too early to celebrate, but I mean, you know, we equalised in the 60th minute. A goal against Madrid. You know, game on. Sort of that was like a winner for Osasuna, man. Was yeah. They, they, the fans got their money's worth. Yeah, for sure. It didn't, mm. you know, two nil, three nil. You know, we really. Um, and gave Madrid. Everybody knew that, man. Everybody knew that the the idiots who would be saying that, who who like 
the idiots who would say that would be the guys who has, who hasn't watched like one minute of you know spanish football in their lives like osasuna like if if they know anything about osasuna you know like they'll tell you that this guy these guys won't won't uh, you know give up that easily but jacob um what is it about ex madridistas players who hasn't been in our books coming back to fuck us up man like how does that happen so often i don't know man usually these players leave because they've been warming the bench for so long they just have no option other than to leave so at that point i feel like they've become bitter towards the club so they have that extra <laughs> extra bit of motivation when playing against us <laughs> that's the only explanation i have the people used to tell us people uh, people used to tell me my bad people used to tell me while i was starting to watch real madrid back in the early 2010s that um about the great fernando morientes you know like who i think went away to fiorentina and knocked us out was it fiorentina was it some other club in italy i'm not sure but yeah so i wasn't really aware about fernando morientes i had heard his name uh, quite a few times i i didn't have the pleasure to watch him play um, was a brilliant striker for us for for valencia and what not and once i watched the morata goal against us in the champions league for for juve i was convinced there is something there's something going on because um this isn't a coincidence i think this is one of those paul pogba voodoo's man because at this point it has to be that right like it, it can't be just natural occurrence because the technique the venom with that with how that shot went in like i think there was a divine intervention 100% because it was that fucking sweet like honestly definitely mm. man because we even saw in the sociedad game uh, kubo isn't the player who just pops in and scores goals man he was kubo like, man kubo is... being a poacher imagine right yeah. a poacher there's some mojo going on just like we have black magic in the champions league this is yeah this is a kind of magic that comes out and hurts us in the ass man probably probably you know like the trade off for zidane's uh, juju is this you know i i would trade my life for that bald head but yeah and uh, whatever um we should probably talk about there's no ex uh, no ex that's in city is there brahim diaz he's not going to play i don't think or oh, i'm not sure where he is these days brahim diaz uh, is with milan kevin fine so no for, for like two years <laughs> nobody 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 yeah just just don't utter a word no thank you so <laughs> you know yeah you can't you can't basically um apparent a, a city player i mean a madrid player into the dressing room at this point can you so please don't man don't we already have a lot on our plate an ex player is 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 going to be just you know like the final name uh, the final yeah. yeah absolutely at this point um but yeah man let's quickly get on to our goal yeah like i was I was in two minds about about what was happening um because I clearly knew we were on the back foot we caused that upon ourselves right like Jacob like we invited Osasuna on to us right if it was a team that was putting up two banks of four outside their own um D like we could have said we could have understood yeah like we are playing to basically get them out right come at us and probably we can you know like knock them back on the counter um but that was something we could have done differently i feel like probably it was i don't know what was that i'm pretty sure carlo a man of carlo's experience wouldn't ask our team with a one knee lead to do that he wouldn't do that but 
um we invited them onto us they score and then we get a lucky goal can you put it down to just luck or should we big up vinicius who did the, the three fourth of, of all the hard work down the left man i was totally expecting that ball to go out of play i'm pretty sure a lot of the mm. defenders were how does he how does he fucking keep all these balls inside man like it's insane honestly cuz it's just i'm i'm pretty sure it's just hairline margins how he how he keeps the ball inside cuz he has to he has to really really push it out wide for these guys to you know like get it get attracted to him and and pull them out of their positions because they all know what he's going to do right yep. we watching uh, at home knows uh, what he's going to do the people in the stands they know what he's going to do he's going to run down the byline push you to the push you to the, push you to the very extreme and and probably cut it back or or maybe you know uh, sneak it in near post but these defenders man like it's it's a really really hard watch honestly when he is just at in this kind of form like um against Kyle Walker it might be a bit different for for sure because he can really keep up with uh, Vinicius but um that goal is, is is completely all on Mini right like if it wasn't for him we would have, we could have waited a lot lot more man not yeah. that goal uh, the whole match uh, it's like credited to Mini mm. i say don't forget Vinicius Trent Alexander Arnold to Reese James uh so and also as full backs to the yeah I was having flashbacks of Spain beach when I was expecting a var uh to microscopically look at the ball if it had gone out of play but it was it was just in our play uh, but yeah I I would really the credit but I was when I have to look at David Garcia as well we were talking about him in the preview uh singing his praises I think he's at fault for that goal because he he failed to clear the ball when it came into the box um and then I think it was Valverde who shot and then it came you know David Garcia turned his body and it forced him to just roll into sort of Rodrigo's Rodrigo's path and it was on the plate left for him um but credit to Rodrigo he's in that he's in the box he's alert and he was there to poke it in. uh but I think Osasuna should have dealt with that a little bit better uh, regardless of the Vinny sort of putting it in the box we should have played the ball 100% um should have dealt with it better like it almost came against a bit like a bit out of the blue like it was kind of against run of play um and it caught you guys out cold man um Rodrigo again again this man somehow manages to you know like keep finding the that scoring touch just just happening to be in the right place right time um i i i couldn't thank him any more than what i've done uh, over, over the past year or so honestly uh, the guys who has who has had severe doubts about his credibility about his standing within this team setup i would ask yourselves to you know wash wash your mouths honestly before you spew such bullshit you need to understand what rodrigo brings to the side despite being deployed out of position out of position him having to come inside having to provide an outlet sometimes out wide he does so many roles that people don't appreciate him for jacob um we discussed about rodrigo but i would like another 2 minutes to sing this man's praises um 
when farooq actually tells you yeah it's it's a good time for him but down two years down the line you never know what is going to happen sometimes i wonder why we need to even think about that right why can't he exist being a being a right footer right winger within the setup why can't he man this is my question um, so regarding the two years down the line uh, the truth of the matter is uh, if you're still going to be playing like shit if you don't have a system uh, teams are going to figure it out uh, they're going to just going to block out vini and then if <laughs> i don't know uh, i'm not going to say pe- uh, people can handle vini but people can handle rodrigo man unless he like bulks up he can't create chances on his own uh, at the moment and real madrid are without gonna... bulking up without creating chances on his own he seems to be decisive man every single time we look for a hero it, it is not magic is it jacob it's not it's not it surely isn't it is not design we we are not we are not playing prime tiki taka ball or, or anything right right so it has to be instinct no the what i'm trying to say yeah. is uh, so let's say Rodrigo can do these things. He he can perform all of these roles apart from like taking the man on, beating him and creating the chance completely on his own. Sure, here and there yeah. in some times of the season he might be able to do it. Against Atleti, man, fine yeah, example, bro. Yeah, he might be able to do it, but if we somehow find a right winger who can do both, who can also take players on, who can do pretty much what Vinicius does, we're still going to choose them over Rodrigo, man. Oh, yeah i i i'll i'll fight for this lad um you know till till the end of end of time and i'm pretty sure that you know he'll prove every one of you wrong by just being effective i don't need him to be 10 man i don't need him to you know um call stuff with his left foot i just need him to be himself do what he's doing at, the, at this moment in time if he is being pivotal in min, in us winning games that's all i um that's all i think about man that's all i would you know like I also think about the uh, fact that benzema is not going to be there in a couple of years so the mm. on creating chances is going to fall to the wingers at that point i'm not sure if i'm telling you i'm telling you when benzema is, when benzema is gone hopefully someone like haland is there and you can you really say that rodrigo haland and vinicius can't link up oh that is a delicious you. delicious hypothetical See Steve Steve talked about it to us yesterday. Yeah. Also the city preview would be out sometime tomorrow yeah um look out for it um on our channel. Um it was it was a really interesting one. When when he when he actually said that you know like yeah like if you give us like 350 million and you know Haaland wins wins the Champions League his job is done you know he would wish him the best and he's he's off. I just started dreaming from then you know it wouldn't take 350 million no fucking way you know maybe 180 200 yeah 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 200 might might but he is worth it you know haland 200 million bro just just thinking about it you know makes me yeah makes me really really reminisce you know the the uh, the great trio we had probably you know venetius haland rodrigo man oh man it it can be it can be um, a scary proposition for europe but I'm telling you Rodrigo is here to stay man just just have faith just have faith um yeah couple of performances that we didn't touch upon come a winger um Kevin for someone who is only 20 he has won all the major competitions that he can win in under 2 years 
with us, man. Um, people doubted his credentials also when he first joined, um, and rightfully so. You know, he was pretty young, raw, had a tendency to pick up yellow cards and whatnot. Um, from the outside looking in, how do you feel about Kamavinga as a player? Has he grown? Has he matured uh, to be a top top player? And how do you think he manages the pressure to actually play left back as well? I think um, Kamavinga has probably surprised all of us. Um, and I think mm. he joined Madrid. He already joined maturity and that sort of calmness about him. We saw in those comebacks in the Champions League last season, um, he would be subbed on and then that would that would change the game somehow, although maybe not directly involved in the goals. He would yeah. certainly into the whole team sort of pushing forward. So I can understand already love him already uh, but a player a team like Madrid you just that's not you know you have to continue pushing continue performing um, and I think Madrid should be quite happy in Camavinga in that when Cruz and Modric start to sort of play less and less games as happening and Camavinga's coming in they have a good solid player there quite versatile uh, play in midfield can play at left back although I wouldn't really want to use him at left back too often, but he's a good result there. Um, so, so yeah, I think utilize Camavinga as much as possible, and we've we've seen Ancelotti do that um, as, as he started today and as he started most games recently. So, um, yeah, really good sort of spot in the transfer market, and yeah, they've got a great deal out of out of Camavinga for sure. So, a player there for for many years. Um, I think Jacob um, Alba is he your go-to left back for for Tuesday night or do you think there needs to be a shake-up I've told you this man like I don't I think Kamavinga's uh, current form uh, like gives him the right to start over Mendy even when Mendy is fit so he's gonna be my pick he's that good yeah even defensively you think so oh no but just the uptick in attack, I think it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. the defense a bit. Because we need it. Uh, God knows our midfielders don't push up often. And when Kamavinga and Cruz yeah. interchange, you know the opposition yeah. is trembling because Kamavinga can break lines. He can take the ball forward and feed it to Vinny. You can't see Cruz do that. Yeah. But but I, I, I get I get PTSD when Cruz is out left hugging the touchline. You know? like sometimes I'm like, oh my God. So one ball... And behind Cruz, he he's just waving, you know, not even tracking back. He's just gonna wave, you know, from the halfway line. Yeah. That's sometimes my concern, but um, I completely understand how Kamavinga switches up the equation. Last year, the switching up of the equation w- was at times him coming on in the second half, right, and in, in in the big nights um, in the Champions League. I I think starting him out, starting him outright um, from the get go this season would add uh, another layer of uh, unpredictability. I'm pretty sure they'll be watching us closely. You know, Pep Guardiola would have prepared like 20 fucking, you know, uh, slideshows of, of uh, Kamavinga alone to let the man know what this guy is capable of. Um, so, yeah, man, I'm just... When I, when I actually went to bed yesterday, we had that amazing preview with Steve and whatnot. Um, when I went to bed yesterday and all I could see was Steve's smile. Honest, honest to God, yeah, because something about how Steve conducted himself on that preview just showed to me 
how confident he was. I'm telling you, it's a stark difference from last year. Last year, it was more of a case of unknown, where Steve was kind of dipping his feet into, you know, coming up against us. You know, like our previous two encounters were good. Um, not so much the Zidane version in the 2021 season, but the uh, uh, the the one before um, when I think the uh, Gareth Bale deflected goal actually, you know, I think 2015-16. But yeah, man, um, this time he has an air of confidence that really, really worries me. So yeah, man, when I try to sleep, I see Steve's wry smile and, and it kind of gives me uh, you know, the vibes that um, these guys know what they're doing, you know. Um, even when I actually saw them play uh, today, they arrested so many key players where we are actually having to field so many of, uh, you know, like big, big guns. Um, although it was a final, I just expected, you know, like we could have hooked them big guys off a little more early and, and you know, like sent out Asensio. Asensio waited until the 87th minute, man. Why? Why, bro? Why that long? Why that long? Like, I don't understand. Probably we gave Osasuna too much respect. They deserve respect. They they played their hearts out, 100%. But yeah, man, uh, this, this, this Tuesday's thing uh, really, really puts it into perspective, like how much we need to recover in, in like, what, 72 hours? Barely be, you know, like we'll be traveling on the Monday night or Tuesday morning. Uh, I mean, sorry, Sunday night or Monday morning. I think Monday morning, right? Monday morning we travel and by evening we should be in Manchester. But yeah, it's it's, it's pretty peak, man. Um, let's just get in some of the comments. There have been uh, a few interesting ones. Um, Bariano now has more trophies than Carragher and Luis Garcia combined. You know what? <laughs> Carragher is a good guy. Yeah. Um, he's. I'll tell you, he's much more. He's much more sufferable than Gary Neville. I'll tell you that for a fact, you know. Um, but you see, Garaka gets so much hate because he's on everybody's meme. He's everywhere, right? You should see Luis Garcia talk. I used to love this man growing up. All I didn't, I didn't exactly watch him play, but on on PES winning eleven FIFA, he was this elegant midfielder who had it all, you know. So I knew the name Luis Garcia from when I was like nine, ten. Um, when I see this man talk about us, it's almost like it's almost like he is trying his best to jinx us through his words. You should actually watch ESPN's post-match shows. Like it's not the best; it's it is bullshit. But still, watch this guy spew utter crap to just earn money and go back home. Like he is just one of those pundits that just makes you wanna throw up. You know. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's, it's such a sweet thing. You know, the man with the, the, the holy, you know, uh, double dreadlocks has more trophies than Carragher and, um, Luis Garcia. I bet that would sting. And these guys would come across, you know, tweets such as those, you know, in the, in the coming, um, coming days. Um, Ashik says we have, we like having our backs against the wall, uh, against the wall. I, I imagine we don't believe in making it easy. 100% Madridistas have the most the most worn-out hearts in the world. Yeah, with all the stress they put their fans through. I've told you, man, Rodrigo's brace last year aged me like like five. Like I'll be very honest, it was an out of out of the body experience, 100 um, percent 
Ashik also says real likes having their back against the wall. Asmari Rishas hearts have a lot of mileage thanks to what we get uh, get through uh, by, get out through by this incredible club. Um, he also mentioned when when Benz is gone, we can still have Lord Mariano. Um, I don't agree with that. He'll be he'll be gone. Um, Dennis the Great says, "Man, big up, big Steve, hundred percent, big up, big Steve, man." Um, can't wait for that preview. Um, it should be out in approximately like twelve hours or so. Um, uh, it it'll be premiering in under in under twelve hours, hundred percent, because we barely have like a couple of days before uh, the match to actually, you know um keep the preview up um it was a great conversation you guys should definitely check it out and uh we also have some uh we also have a preview with big steve again for the second leg um probably on our channel or maybe on their um on his channel as well so yeah man big him up always um daniel danielson says big up big up big up you guys big up you man um thanks for tuning in again um brilliant night honestly um Ashik says Mariano is now the most decorated Dominic. <laughs> Stop it with this Mariano stats, man. Come on. The, this guy, Ashik, Ashik is basically tapping up, tapping into the Mariano hype, you know, and, and just uh living with it. You, you shouldn't be exploiting this, man. This is the Mariano exploitation, honestly. Um Danielson says, good game today by the boys. Um the presence of David Alaba can't be undermined at this team. Um man always brings that stillness and calmness anytime he is in the back line yeah 100 percent um he, he's he's definitely a guy who brings um our, our team together at the back dennis the great says uh fuck louis garcia yeah th that's what i would like to say as well i hate him with a passion he's a crazy he has a crazy agenda against us what do you expect he's an ex-athleti and a barcelona player yeah yeah i mean it, it comes with the territory, I guess. But still, man, you you got to have some sort of unbiased views. You know, you're getting paid to actually be on live television, right? Like, you, you got to carry yourself with some sort of panache. You know, like, you can't be just waffling for the sake of it, right? Like, just catering to your uh, ex-clubs fans all the time. Danielson says, now we switch our attention to Tuesday against City. 100%. Um... Yeah, man. Um, I would I would have liked to actually, like I said earlier, um, if we had this game a couple of weeks from now, after the city tie, it would have been a completely different um mode. You know, this this post-match would have went in a completely different direction. I really want to celebrate, right? I really want to jump up and scream. You guys know me. I don't keep my 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 feelings inside. I don't hold back. Um but the city tie being less than 72 hours away um i just can't bring myself to really really you know um kind of kind of celebrate this title man it has been a long time coming 20 20th um copa del rey 10 years in the making and whatnot you know carlo completing his his uh trophy cabinet for for a second stint it 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 feels definitely sweet i'm not gonna lie uh, but the timing again the timing is a, is a is a bad one to take um yeah man uh quickly final thoughts kevin um i'll come to you first yeah also sooner can definitely go home you know with the hell uh head health high um 15 was it 15 or 13 years or so you know since your last uh last final in uh, 2005 yeah. and whatnot um almost 20 years 2005 yeah. 
yeah um oh yeah almost 20 years 18 years yeah so um like you said many a times like you could take so much positives from from your performance and showing um can we see ostrasuna back here in in some sort of shape or form um in the next couple of years everything so. has to fall into place but ostrasuna team seems like a team that that has a lot of things going for them at this moment in time yeah why not um mm. be honest we uh in the group final yeah we play sevilla and athletic bilbao yeah yeah Very, i suppose madrid did us a favor by knocking out athletic barcelona but yeah i think ostrasuna can certainly build on today um focus on the rest of the league um finish in a high position and push for europe that fights um and certainly they'll you know they'll be given confidence on their performance today and go on and compete and go with the likes of real madrid who are you know one of the best teams in the world so um they can certainly be proud of themselves today um and all the fans will be proud uh, they put us on the map by performing how they performed today um so i'm i'm excited for next season um aras done a really good job with this group of players um and certainly yeah next year we can be excited for what's to come 100% um yeah man massive massive love for osasuna um definitely a club that 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 seems to do the right things you know like honestly um um uh, like i said the biggest thing they don't play anti football you know um it, it's such an underrated trait for you know clubs clubs mid table clubs like osasuna um I mean, I, we haven't beat this since 2011 fortunately today wasn't the day so that 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 sort of stat stays on but um yeah we'll see next season mm. 100% man you guys were fighting for relegation you know not not so long ago so we have come a long way long long way people forget that they've more than exceeded what relegation mm. because normally it's survive relegation don't be in that fight and and really push for for 10 upwards and um i think we're sitting on ninth at the moment we're in the cup final and we're a few points off of europe so they can't be too hard on themselves and they gave the they gave the fans sort of a, a brilliant day lots of excitement so many great stories you know like people like adi dane like he <clears throat> my bad um he had to actually wait like 10 years to actually play uh, in the top flight in, in spain so yeah man um it, it's such an underdog story like um all throughout yeah exactly and it's not mm-hmm. just adi dane it's with um you look at david garcia um you look at people like Chimi Avila you look at Ruben Ruben Garcia people that haven't played you know or started their careers you know and not top level at all um and so to get to where they have got to uh yeah they can be proud for sure mm. 100% um couple of more comments uh, Dennis the great says i hope we can i hope we can like the two and on tuesday and put the pressure on city for the second leg um i think he means that i hope we can nick a 2-1 a uh, 2-1 we we all know what happened with a 4-3 lead that city had man 2-1 lead i i won't be i won't be sleeping well um I'll, i'll guarantee you that um tiago santos uh, is in the chat he says i'm one of the biggest rodrigo supporters i loved his goals tonight but i still have doubts 
if on Tuesday he should start in the right wing or Valverde starts there and we put Chouamini as DM. When we did the preview, well, I'll save it. I'll save it for you guys to watch the preview, which comes out in a few hours. Yeah, but um, most of us guys actually went with what Carlo would go with for a much more um, conservative setup, you know, Valverde out wide. But we'll see. We'll see, you know. Um, I, I would prefer Rodrigo coming on in, in the second half, you know, like his fresh legs would cause them a lot many problems, especially Ake, who is not a naturally... Um, who who's not a natural wing back or a left back, you know? So, um, yeah, I would, I would, I would like to throw Rodrigo uh, at him and test his metal. That that's what I would be thinking. Like, but you, you know, Carlo, he knows better. He knows better. Ashik says Carlo's second Copa del Rey cabinet was already complete. Carlo won his first Copa del Rey in 2014 when Bale destroyed Bartra's career. Uh, it's nice to nice to see two small budget clubs play in the Copa del Rey final. Both Real and Osasuna should be proud. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, Jacob, I would want you to address that. You know, like he basically labeled us a small budget club. Like it just got to show, yeah, like where we are at this stage, um, at the, at this moment in time, we we can't move like um, you know, the cities of this world. But apparently, we have. Uh, Hooked up Bellingham to a 120 million deal. Yeah. How how does that happen? Man, we are the biggest uh, customers of McDonald's already in uh, Madrid with Hazard. McDonald's? Yeah, because Hazard has <laughs> a paybook uh, already. So they're already losing money. On top of that, uh, we've gone out and spent at least 150 mil with all the variables for sure. And I don't know. Yeah. Come on, man. Like, we're the biggest budget club out there. Mm. Ashik, you you can keep your sarcasm to yourself, man. Honestly, like save save it for save it for the summer. <laughs> I'll I'll just say that you know, save yeah. it for the summer. But yeah, man. Um, like I said, uh, I wish this victory was in better circumstances in in terms of timing. But it's such a sweet sweet victory, you know. Like um, Cruz, uh, Cruz didn't win a Copa del Rey before. So many guys didn't win a Copa del Rey before. Alaba. Uh, completing his his uh, his trophy hall with us, um, it's super sweet, you know. Kamavinga, you know, like a good good uh, a couple of records that 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 uh, really requires a mention, you know. Karim Benzema, Carlo, and whatnot, um, it definitely feels great. But uh, you know, the timing dampens it a bit. Um, yeah, man. On that note, uh, the only thing that we can hope for is a is a good result on Tuesday and something to hang on to. To take it back to you know the Etihad. Um, it's not going to be easy. Um, it, it's not going to be straightforward, and uh, it's going to be a wild, wild ride. Um, there's no, there's no two ways about it. Like we all know how it's going to end up, you know, happening. Um, so yeah, like uh, if you haven't already uh, had, uh, you know, your, your your checkups, you know, your regular doctor visits and whatnot. It is now the best time to do it, you know, before you end up, uh, you know, uh, in the, uh, yeah, and, and, and end up in a situation that you don't want to be in. But, um, yeah, man, uh, much love to our uh, listeners on our audio platforms. We are almost at, like, 22K. Um, like, like I always say, it's been a mad, mad ride um, all throughout these two years um really humbling really humbling so would like to extend um our warmest uh, you know um 
thanks to actually you know like for all you guys who actually you know also sends in messages tries to reach out to us you know um uh you know like uh, so yeah man like any any feedback whether good or bad like yeah man like just just uh shout us out um on our instagram and um yeah like uh we are on the road to 1k like i always say man like 20 of you already in the chat you know if you're new here don't forget to smash the subscribe button it would mean a lot i would stress you know it it would mean a lot a lot a lot like it this this has been this has been small beginnings man honestly this has been small beginnings like we are from different parts of the world um juggling uni and 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 work at the same time it's it, it's been quite difficult to actually do this on a consistent basis but we managed to do it because like i always mention you guys because of you guys because of you guys making this a two way conversation is why we get motivated to you know show up here even after a fucking battering girona couple of days yeah talking about girona steve had a lot lot to talk about girona last night um as well so yeah you know like watch out for that as well um he had his he had his fun time you know like taking the piss but it is what it is man um yeah massive massive thanks to people like steve metis you know gris khan um you know samuel marsden this season has been definitely special and i hope we have couple more very very strong chapters to you know wind up this season it would mean the world um to all of us also do check out our partners on instagram real medical committee they run a brilliant fan page do check them out um on that note uh, hopefully we see you for the watch along because of the pre- uh, premiere of our um, city preview it was unfortunately pre-recorded because steve had to travel to madrid for the first leg um the next one would be definitely live so you guys can actually get involved in the chat and what not uh, but yeah um tomorrow the premiere will happen for the city preview and then we'll have the watch along the usuals you know with doris so show her some love uh make sure you uh, you are here actually supporting the thing and what not um yeah man up until then i guess it's ala madrid ala madrid ao posso sonar